What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to episode 165 of Fourth and John. I'm Gail Saunders here with Evan Hollywood Hearn. And today we are talking about the Jalen Hurts effect. And now I'm going to start with a quote from Socrates. The secret of change is to focus all of your energy, not on fighting the old, but on building the new. And that energy we were talking about is that new quarterback energy in the room. Um, Obviously, you know, Jalen Hurts talked about what he wanted to focus on was being Jalen Hurts. That was the most important part is being Jalen Hurts. Things that uh, were reiterated by some of the players, the younger players on on the offense, like Miles Sanders and Jalen Rager, they talked about natural – born leader and what they saw in Jalen Hurts' game and what he did for the offense um, and, and that, they, that they were very happy that what he brought to the table. But at, at the end of the day, we saw a rookie quarterback come in and do some great things. And it's nothing, again, to take away from Carson Wentz, but what we're doing is focusing the energy <laughs> on Jalen Hurts and what he brought to the table. We all know that uh, it's one game. We'll get, that, or we'll get that out right away. We all know it's one game. But what we saw is a mature, uh, a player who, you know, was confident. He wasn't shook in the pocket. There were plays that he made back shoulder throws on fourth and two to Alshon Jeffrey. There was multiple multiple plays where he used his legs, which is part of his game, where people talk about this, how is this sustainable moving forward? Again, for you who have not watched a lot of uh, Jalen Hurts or any of his tape, this is pretty much his game. Um, but again, uh, this new quarterback energy that Evan uh, likes to talk about is uh, something that we're, we're really trying to just, you know, after, you know, talking about it post-game, we're just really looking at a closer look at what we saw after watching a lot of all 22. Uh, but Evan, how are you, how are you feeling about this new quarterback energy? I mean, you, you were a little geeked after the game. 
I was. Uh, the NQ, uh, the NQE was flowing nice and well. Uh, it's still going into today. I'm feeling good. Uh, I also feel like this season, like we still have something left to see this season. As we were going through those games with Carson Wentz, and each game was just, you know, one punch in the face after another, uh, it kind of felt like we were at a point where we were at like a stalemate in the season, and we weren't going to really see anything. We were just going to slowly, sadly die as a sad football team. That that was the energy I was getting. Completely rejuvenated right now, though. Seeing Jalen Hurts out there, uh, it's a completely different offense. And I really think that everybody uh, in Philadelphia is just kind of kind of wondering the same thing. Uh, you touched on, you know, is this sustainable? I'm also thinking about the facts of there really was no, not much uh, NFL tape at all on Jalen Hurts going into this game. Albeit, he went up against the number one defense in the league. So I'm hard-pressed to believe that they weren't checking out his college tape, trying to figure out how they would get Jalen Hurts involved in this game and uh, how, like, what his strengths really are. And I think that, you know, the, the New Orleans Saints, they're not a stupid team. They're not an elite defense for no reason. I think that they went into this game with an idea of what Jalen Hurts was going to want to accomplish. But ultimately, they they were unable to stop it. And uh, Jalen Hurts ended up having a good game. And this offense seems to have some life. The only question we have is, will this be able to continue to go, uh, go in, in the right direction uh, once there's some more tape on Jalen. You know, I, I think that's the thing that there are things that after going back and watching the film is like, will the next team that we play make some of these mistakes? Um, you know, will there be a, a spy um, heavily on Jalen Hurts? Um, again, I, you know, you, you talk about a defense that's probably feeling themselves, you know, the number one ranked defense. You think they're, they're going to change what they do because of a, a rookie. Uh, quarterback but uh, again you know facing the Cardinals could it be different possibly could be seeing some extra attention uh and them them trying to keep him in the pocket but again there there are things that you, you saw from his game um that I you know when I was forced in the beginning of the season or beginning of the offseason when we drafted Jalen Hurts and we talked about um what some of the reasons why that you would bring in a guy like Jalen Hurts and to actually see some of the stuff that I was talking about, if some of you guys go back, not not that any of you guys are going to go back and listen to what I was saying, but, you know, running plays that he's familiar with in college, uh, the mesh concept, which is a staple of the Eagles' offense. And if you go back to the Super Bowl and you see how many big plays that we hit on, on off the mesh concept, whether it be Corey Command, whether it be, you know, Zach Ertz, um, we utilize that play, and that's something that he's familiar with. Part of his ability to be effective on RPOs, you have a quarterback that really has to be respected by defense. That's another thing. The thing that I was talking about, him finding running lanes uh, during mesh concepts or just, you know, when he can find a running lane, he knows it's man, and he knows that he can get to the edge he is utilizing that to his ability, and we're seeing again and the, the fact that I was saying he's a natural runner in space. Again, he, that's what he showed you last week. You know, again, like him taking hits, people are going to be worried about that. Um, but after watching going last year, after going back and watching all his games, I was shocked at how many hits he was taking and, and just shaking it off. And, wow, this dude was like taking some hits. Right. Um, 
but again, he 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 really impressed. He really impressed with the the placement of um, some of his throws on the short inter, intermediate game. Talking about getting some of these guys. If you look at that play to Miles Sanders, uh, you know he's catching it on a run on a like on a, on a like one of the screen passes. Um, that's what you like to see. I mean, getting guys while they're running in space and not having to break stride. Those are things you'd like to see. Obviously, he was late on some throws, missing bit. He, he even said it in his press. He said, I missed, uh, we left a lot of money on the table. And that's something that's going to correct, but that's, it's to be expected in the first start of his career. For sure. And I mean, I'm thinking of one play in particular that we didn't exactly connect on. And that's that deep ball with Jalen Rager. And like, he just missed them on that play. And that's something that I think that he can correct. And in future games, he can actually connect on that play. I think Carson Wentz, what we've seen from him a lot this year is he's had Carson Wentz has had 12 games. And so he's had plenty of opportunities to try and throw the deep ball, plenty of opportunities uh, to work the ball in the middle of the field. And quite frankly, like he's been inaccurate all over the place. It doesn't matter whether he's throwing deep. doesn't matter whether he's throw, uh, throwing just a little dump off pass. He's missing. And so Jalen Hurts to come in here and be able to hit these players in the short routes. Uh, you know, Like I said, he, mi- he missed Jalen Rager in the deep one, but his accuracy seems to be there. His ability to get to the edge on these running on these designed running plays is really just something else. I mean, the speed difference that you see between Jalen Hurts and Carson Wentz, it's really unmatched. Jalen Hurts, his rookie in him, um, what I'm seeing is that he's not exactly going through all of his reads. He's he's going uh, to his first read. He's looking at maybe even a second read sometimes. But ultimately, if uh, the first or sometimes second read isn't there, he's taken off. And, and he's got a lot of time uh, to get to the – around the edge to get to the first down. And that's what we're saying. So Jalen Hurts is providing uh, more positivity in this offense than Carson Wentz was able to. If he did connect with that deep ball with Jalen Rager, like this conversation could be like taken to a completely different level right now. I think, I think if we saw Jalen Hurts just bring that complete package to the game, like we got the NQ, NQE flowing right now, it would be it would be like a dump truck just drop someone. And then I mean, fans, you know, as I go, you know, a lot a lot of the time that I spend on Twitter is more reading than I do posting. Some some people are like, yeah, I don't I don't really see you post. So you see you post a meme there. A lot of it's reading, and a lot of it's um, gauging what I'm reading from fans, and you know, obviously from the beat writers, but also from the fans and how fans are interacting with some of the news or, you know, the, you know, the after the aftermath of um, all that has happened, but some, some fans aren't sold on what they saw. Uh, some fans uh, uh, don't think it's sustainable. Other fans feel like um, they didn't see much in the passing game. Um, again, I mean, what you're seeing Jalen hurts is what he was trying to, say in his press um, focus on being him focus on being in the hurts and control the controllables and what what could J- Jalen <laughs> hurts do is control what he knows what he knows is what he's sh- a part of what he showed you um, I mean the fact that uh, again I don't really get geeked off quarterbacks you know throwing balls away just like wow that's you know but the way that he was getting rid of the football 
the way that he was finding running lanes when, when the, the line was breaking down or like just finding those running lanes and then having the wherewithal to slide at the end of the game. I mean, at the end of the play, um, you know, whether to extend the football on running on running plays where he's just getting the extra yard, uh, he's doing the extra. I'm talking about little things that make the biggest difference, and that's what you saw in that game. And it again, like you know, I'm not going to sit here and kill the kid on his first start in the NFL because I didn't see an amazing passing attack. I didn't expect to see that. If you are looking at the plays, it was very vanilla. It was very, you know, it had like a preseason feel to it. But again, that's what you really want. I mean, getting back to basic. Yeah. Uh, and and like one of the things that you touched on in that you mentioned about Jalen Hurts is his ability to run the ball and how you compared him to like a running back and his away and his ability to find the hole and exploit that. And I think that Doug Peterson also sees that in Jalen Hurts because I'm looking at some of these play calls that he designed and like on a third and 11, we're running a triple option and you don't really see that across the league. There's not there's not many quarterbacks that are trusting to gain that much real estate on a play like a triple option on a third down and uh, to to run a like a a QB power on a fourth and two like it's one thing for Carson Wentz to be in that game you give him a QB sneak on the fourth and inches or fourth and one even but for like a QB power when you are in the uh, the shotgun like that and then you got to uh, find the hole like he has a great ability to be able to do that and I think that Doug Peterson sees that and he wants to supply an entirely different offense around this. We've been begging Doug Peterson to do this for Carson all year long, but obviously that relationship just doesn't work and it doesn't seem like they gel well together. I'm not entirely convinced that Jalen Hurts is going to be uh, a perfect fit for Doug Peterson that we could eventually some t- somewhere down the line realize that he's being used incorrectly but as of right now in that saints game it looked like a good game plan to me i really had no complaints about the game plan did you i didn't i didn't at all uh, i felt like you know it was it was perfect for what you know i i would expect for a rookie to be you know a uh, situation for a rookie to be in the fact that he he's not thinking uh too much the fact that you've implemented you know plays from his college days, the fact that you let him put, you let uh, Jalen be in the state where he's comfortable and he can control what he can control. And mm-hmm. um, again, they're going to, you know, this is, this is the, this is the second part of, you know, evaluating Jalen Hurts going to this game is like, how does he improve from here? Where does he go? Uh, and how does he adapt to what the NFL is about to throw at him? Because that's where, figure out who he is once we get on this tape on him we're like all right let's see who he is, really is mm-hmm. that's what's, the cat and mouse part of the game you know what what's your thoughts on like i th- i liked his placement but what's your thoughts on his arm strength is that something that is going to that you fear in the future because like he just doesn't have to me i haven't seen the same zip on the ball that carson once provides um I, I think you know pre-game i was talking about is he going to have that ability to um, be a tight window thrower uh, consistently. I mean, that's something that you need at the next level. But, you know, is he going to be a quarterback that throws with anticipation? 
that ability to throw guys open. There was a couple plays where he did miss, where he had the ability to throw guys open. He didn't hit those windows. And but again, he snuck out and got yardage and first downs and mm-hmm. chains with his legs. But again, if that situation is not there for him where he can't use his legs, you're going to need a, for him to hit those uh, anticipation throws effectively and consistently. So, but I, I think his arm strength is, you know, he's got decent arm strength. He's, he doesn't have like a gun. Right. You just need him to be consistent. And isn't it crazy the kind of rhythm you can get in when you keep one quarterback in the entirety of the game? Isn't that crazy? Uh, I mean, we, like I've been echoing how, the entire year. Yeah. I mean, we've been talking how weird it is. Like we talked about how weird it was when you saw Mike, Mike Vick on the sick on the field at the same time as Donovan and that. Like, mm-hmm. And pretty, and you're like, yeah, pretty soon we're going to see Vic here. Because <laughs> it, it got to that point where like, yeah, it's getting weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how we felt with, I said that earlier, with Hurts and Wentz. I'm like, it's, it's little cute trickery stuff you're doing here. Like, it's foreshadowing yeah. is what it felt like, yeah. I was like, if, if I'm Wentz, I, I would have been like, bro, this is getting I'm like, your side chick is hanging around way too long here. <laughs> like, that is something I need to be concerned with. But, again, you know, we're here. We had 12 weeks of poor play from um, Carson Wentz to his standard, to Wentz's mm-hmm. standards, not mm-hmm. to any QB, but just to Wentz's standard. Eh, NFL standards as well, I mean. Yeah, you know, but, again, like from him setting the standard, like he set that bar. So for sure, got, for sure. Judge him to that bar that he said. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I, I think now we're, we're going to figure out who, who the real Jalen Hurts is now. Like you know, and that's ex- I, to me that's a, exciting. That's another thing to look forward to. You know, the, the energy in the room that he provided, it's it's very apparent. It is, it is, and it really seems like this locker room enjoys playing with them. Uh, all of these young guys, like they, they all feel the NQE too. Uh, I think uh, every young guy on this roster, they got a, an extra boost in them when, and and not even the young guys, just this entire team as a whole. We've saw it on the defensive side of the ball. Hell, I saw Zach Ertz making some good blocks in that game. Zach Ertz, that's something that we haven't seen his entire career. It's it's been like Zach Ertz. We always talk about him as being this elite tight end, and I think he is. But the one thing that we always point back to is his inability to block. And in that game, he actually had some good blocking plays, and it opened up, uh, I believe, the Miles Sanders 82-yard run. He, he was a crucial block on that play. Alshon had good, good block. I think I, I know. Um, I think that was Goddard. Goddard was in on that play too. But there was there was good blocking. Um, again, like some of the coach speak that you hear from Jalen and his presser, and just the way that he speaks is definitely he's showing that he's a coach's son, but so some of this stuff is so basic and generic sometimes to motivate players. But again, it's, if they're honed into that kind of, you know, playing as one, it takes 11, everybody do their jobs and uh, you know, just everyone, uh, you know, like brotherhood and like, there's a vibe that if you continue to, see results there's so, there's something that happens in the team where you start to gel and like if they, they catch another dub this week you will start to see the team gel and form and rally round hurts 
with a pocket full of shell. Shout out to uh, Rage. So, so where's your head at right now, Kale? Are you in? Because uh, I know you were like prior to that game, we were t- we started talking about draft. We start we were talking about position on the board. Do you want the Eagles to win out now with Jalen Hurts? Um, again, like I said, said that I'll stick to it. I'm just saying, if you win with the youth movement, which we're seeing the youth movement all across the offensive line, I've seen guys like Josh Wett, who was my breakout player for the season. You're seeing sure. um, you. The secondary is decimated right now. You're seeing young Kayvon Wallace in there. You know, shout out to Jack Driscoll who went down with injury. Yeah, it's okay. a shame. Again, you're seeing Melada, Irving, you know, guys, you know, guys, uh, Sumalo out there who are the future of this team right now. Right. And they're they're, they're playing. And if Jalen Hurts, so be it, I guess he's wills this guy, wills this team to another victory and they're feeling a certain way. That's, Again, that, that only helps this team in the future. So what's your level of concern going into this next game? We just talked about Driscoll being out. I mean, Matt Pryor's been somewhat of a sore spot on this offensive line. Um, it's He's probably going to be starting at the right tackle position. How can, What's your level of concern about that? I mean, I've I'm, I'm, I got some concern, but um, I think if they stick with the same game plan, keep a balanced uh, a running, passing attack, I think that he can be effective. You know, like he's one of the, he's like I'm talking about shook one rookie bencher. Prior can be a shook one at time, but I think, I think the game plan. If you see something that we saw last week, um, he should be okay. You know, there's a lot of movement. There's a lot of, you know, he's not a sitting duck back there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean that that the element of surprise, you know, with that, those his kind of legs. You know, he, he's the one who's surprising. These defensive ends. If they come crashing down, you know, they're going to pay. I mean, he's, he's got the athleticism. That was the one thing I was so shocked watching the game. I was not shocked, mm-hmm. but I was just like, man, his athleticism is, is popping right now. Like, he's defensive like, what the fuck? And do you think a defense that practices against a Kyler Murray week in and week out, that they could potentially be prepared for this type of quarterback play? I mean, I, I, think, I think, you know, they're going to have something. They're going to have something ready. I think Hurts has got to be – that's why it's, it's, it makes it much more fun to watch. It's like, show me. <laughs> show me, young Jedi, that you you, you have what you, you, you might think you might have. But show me. Like, that's why it's so exciting to go into this week. You know, the last couple games, you know, prior to this, every game has been painful. Yeah. To watch. Yep. Yeah, it has. The, the excitement I felt before that Saints game is is something I haven't felt really since the before the Washington game at the beginning of the year. Yeah, I think we're around ninth pick right now. Mm-hmm. So we're, we could be working ourselves out of the top ten. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, like it, it's imperative that they, you know, they get they get their heads right. You see, Miles Sanders. Miles. I mean, Miles Sanders was like glowing. I mean, yeah. a couple of players were glowing. And um, it'll be interesting to see, man. The Jalen, the Jalen Hurts effect for at least one game was real. 
It certainly was. It certainly was. Uh, and, and just moving forward, I hope that we can keep him healthy because, like, the, the one thing that the fan base is, keeps on knocking on is, like, this thing is not sustainable. This thing is not – running a quarterback like this, him taking as many hits as he is. I mean, Carson Wentz, he was the most hit quarterback in the league. Uh, so, like, <laughs> Again. he's a very injury-prone player. We know That's Carson Wentz is that way. And he was taking an absolute beating this year. I mean – That's not sustainable either. That's not, it's not sustainable. And so like, I, I'm just kind of thinking you, you compared him to like his ability to find the hole to a running back. And I was just thinking in terms of running backs have the shortest lifespan in this, in the NFL um, among any other position group because of all the hits that they do take uh, is your thought process. Just kind of looking at this through a macro scope, like to just beat the hell out of Jalen Hurts and work this rookie deal if he ends up working out and then we can bridge him to another quarterback? I mean, that's – I mean, I'm, I'm at this point where it's like, you know, you got him for four years, $6 million. Um, and and cap hell. Like, if, if, if we end up having to move forward with Jalen Hurts and they do make the tough decision – for some reason, to they, they don't want, you know, Carson Wentz being a $30 million backup and they decide to move him. We take that cap hit. I mean, this is the idea. Like, if you're, if you're thinking – I'm not trying to be Howie or think like Howie, but I'm trying to, like, understand where they're at. And if that's something that, they, that was in their mindset, 2021, you're at $1.3 million. 2022, $1.7 million. Um, 2023, you're at $2 million for your quarterback. Um, it's peanuts. I mean that's versus a Wentz who's it's it's crazy it's crazy money. So if you're talking about production that you obviously want from the QB position, you're getting it that for a bang. Like that's that's, and a, in, that's a deal. Exactly. And in two years from now, you could be allocating that money just completely elsewhere to fill all the other holes that you would have on this team. Exactly. Uh, again, you know we're not gonna. You know, this is the Jalen Effects podcast. Yes. Uh, but if you know Howie Roseman does in his his possible football guy that they bring in, is it feels like Howie's going to be brought back in some way. Hitting on the draft is the most imperative after having cheap QB play. Um, that that's that's that is an effective situation where you you win on a quarterback's rookie deal and you supply weapons around him. And that's mm-hmm. the weirdest part with Carson Wentz is have they effective effectively put weapons around Wentz to win. Right. You know, and, like young weapons. Yeah. I, I, th- I think that that has been, I mean, going back in Eagles history, that's been a problem for decades is not supplying the quarterback with weapons. I'm thinking back to Donovan McNabb era. We were begging for a guy like Terrell Owens to come into town and then he finally does. And then he's gone the next year. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then again, like you can go back to that McNabb, you know, you know, era, and you're sitting in the second round, and they draft a quarterback, and you're like, "What the? Yeah, like, why are you? You know?" And that's fast forward, you know, a decade later, and we're like, "What the fuck? second? What are you all doing?" Yep, Cute. yep. They they got they got something in the works. It certainly seemed that way. And like the one thing I'm thinking about that really I feel like hasn't been talked about is so we're all putting this decision in the off season. This this crossroads decision between our quarterbacks we're all putting it on the front office right let's say that Jalen Hurts just really lights the world on fire these last few games like is there anything to this locker room 
picking the quarterback? Do you think that, that they have any influence and in like, yeah, like this is the guy that we obviously want to play for? I mean, they're, they're obviously picking up, picking up vibes already, um, you know, amongst themselves. They, they, they know, I mean, the front office probably knows and they probably will talk to the team leaders eventually individually, like your thoughts. Um, but again, the teams know, I, you know, I've played for many football teams in the past where like quarterbacks, you know, they bring in the, this, you know, rookie quarterback, you know, we had, had juniors or seniors on, on, on the squad who were like the veterans and the rookie comes in my senior year, my quarterback was a freshman. Wow. Like he, was, he was so good that he ended up rewriting the whole um, record book, whatever, but like he was a freshman and the veterans were like, this, this young dude is bringing NQE. Yep. <laughs> the fact that it was so natural and such a leader. I mean, we went with him and it was like, it was like the veterans had nothing to say, but it was like the, the locker room ha- has this like ability to like the, the players who are the, are the real ones will, they'll, they'll find their way and you can't, it's undeniable. So if, if that becomes a thing, it is what it is. Now, now, let me ask you a hypothetical that popped into my head the other day, and I've really just been gnawing on it for the past few days. So I'm thinking about just the landscape of Carson Wentz's career in Philadelphia. I'm thinking about how, you know, he comes in, he has an elite season, ends up getting injured, and then Nick Foles comes in, wins the Super Bowl. Then he ends up going to the playoffs, getting injured, game's over. Then ends up playing poorly, and now Jalen Hurts takes over this team. Let's say Jalen Hurts ends up sneaking back door into the playoffs. Let's say Jalen Hurts gets a playoff win. How do you possibly move forward with Carson Wentz at that point? Is is there even a possibility? It's tough. I mean, you know, foreign players that have played here have mentioned over the last couple of weeks that this situation that we're moving towards is not a good situation to be in next season. Like, you're going to have to get rid of one of these guys. If you look at a quarterback who is a rookie and has had this much of – if – we're speaking hypotheticals. Sorry, Chip Kelly. Uh, <laughs> but if he does bring that kind of vibe to the locker room, and how do you – how do you like, not – like, he's going to feel a certain ways. Like, this is me right here. You know? Mm-hmm. NQE, this is all me. Exactly. So when the team puts in Wentz, and Wentz is now looking over shoulder again, it is what it, like. And again, like the, the fan base is is still torn apart. <laughs> and you see posts out there about I I I I can't. You know, I feel so sorry for Carson Wentz. Like he, what this organ like, bro, like he, regardless, Carson is going to be good. He got hundred million dollars. He'll be okay. Trust me. He'll he'll be fine. Us nine to fivers <laughs> who are holding on to our four one k, you'll feel bad for us because we still got to work. Uh, Carson Wentz is going to get through this regardless. If he's going to be that guy and have that kind of, if we think Carson is who we thought he was, he's going to be okay. He's gonna he's gonna get back to being him. Now, Evan, do you feel that you know we go? There's a couple. There was one one post on the, the pregame show or yeah. postgame show about one bad year. Like there's been a couple quarterbacks, like Ben Roethlisberger, 
Eli Manning, even even Aaron Rodgers who had a bad year, um, or or a Drew Brees has had some bad years. Yeah. Is this Carson Wentz's bad year? He gets back to being him. It's it's totally possible. And when my mind, um, where my mind went in that whole analogy, that whole comparison, I was thinking about a guy like Chris Carter, who I mean, they're not exactly having the same exact issues. But what Chris Carter needed in his career, he was struggling in Philadelphia with his personal life. And then he ended up just needing to get out of here. He needed a fresh start. And he went to Minnesota, ended up having a Hall of Fame career. And I think that is something that is in the back of my mind in that, like, maybe Carson Wentz just needs a fresh start somewhere else. And if that's the case, that means that he's not going to succeed here. And it means that he probably would succeed somewhere else. I don't think if Carson Wentz gets left go of this team, he's going to have any difficulty finding a job. He's a good quarterback. He's, he's going to probably find a starting position somewhere in the league. There's a lot of teams with a need for quarterback. Um, we're just all kind of hoping it doesn't come back to bite us in the ass. Uh, I think every Eagles fan in the city is, is wishing the best for him. I don't think that there's anybody that wants him to go out and like never perform again. There could be some people like that out there with a vendetta against Carson for some reason. But I mean, like, yeah, I, I mean, but like for, for me, like, you know, I, I wish the best for the guy. I, I'm thankful for everything he did in that 2017 season to get us to the point that we needed to get to. Um, but like, this is business, man. It, it, like it has nothing to do with all I want is a good football team. And it's, this is a, what have you done for me lately league? And you haven't done anything this entire season. So it very well could be just a bad fluke year for Carson. Um, but he's shown me nothing so far this year that it is that he's shown me nothing that this could be turned around. Um, all I've seen is regression this year and that doesn't help his stock. No, he doesn't. And I think if you, I mean, if he does go somewhere else, you know, hey, hey Carson, if you do go somewhere else, you might flourish, but you'll never get Wawa. Okay, that's true. <laughs> you go to you go to Indianapolis, you're no Wawa. Okay, um, but again, like I, I think uh, if you're he's surrounded by a situation where plays to his strengths. Again, like we, we talk about playing to strengths. And last week we saw a plan that was playing to. Jalen hurts his strengths. I don't know why we didn't roll out or do some of these things. You know, you know, we're rolling out. We got some. We got, we. I've been how many times I've been talking about jet sweeps, adding the element of just eye eye dressing for for, for plays that you couldn't do. Like some of those things, I'm like, I just need to see it repetitive, so the team other defenses have to respect it. So that's where, we're, in terms of like, why couldn't we have done some of these things for? Carson, like, I don't know, um, but again, like I'm not, I'm not there right now. I'm, I'm focusing. You think a guy like Frank Reich couldn't correct that? You think a guy like Bill Belichick wouldn't be licking his chops at the thought of a guy like Carson Wentz? You know, perhaps. But you know, like again, if I'm going back to my quote, I'm focusing all of my energy not on fighting the old, but on building the new and the new QB energy right now is Jalen Hurts. Like again, I'm not this is all about what's going on right now. And again, Eagle fans could you can have your uh you know split fan base and feel like again like Eagle fans you have something to look forward to this week. We got a dub last week. Some of you can't even handle that. Uh but again like you know I'm continuously looking 
forward to the draft. I'm looking at players now. I'm getting trying to get my game right. Um, but again, I, I'm I'm evaluating, and uh, I'm having a good time doing. It. Exactly, exactly. Sometimes blessings are in disguise, Gail. Sometimes you know that this entire bad season maybe it leads to something better. Who knows? It is what it is, my guy. <laughs> Uh, but any 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 uh, words of wisdom before we get at it? Um, I mean, like it's it's the holiday season, Gail. Uh, I would say just you're always touching on it at the end of all these shows to reach out to people. Just I, I would just try and help out uh, small businesses this um, in this holiday season. The COVID has obviously crushed many small businesses. Um, you know, companies like Target, Walmart, they're obviously thriving. They're never going to be in any sort of hardship. But, uh, you know, if if you know any small businesses in your town, give them some support. Go buy their products. Go buy their food. And uh, let's, let's all float through this. I mean, all these business owners, they're people too. They want to feed their kids. They want to uh, give their kids Christmas presents. Let's make sure everybody eats this Christmas. That's a good one. And while, while you're there, shout out to Conchie Bakery. A big supporter of the podcast, and we're a supporter of them and their small business. Um, go check them out. Um, always a good time with those guys. Uh, but I'll leave it at that, man. Uh, we will see you guys in the next one. And as always, fly, Eagles, fly. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.